So has anybody ever had the problem, and yes, it's a problem, of making money and spending it all? Like, you get paid, but the next thing you know, all of your money has been spent. It's all gone, or most of it is, right? And you have like no clue what you spent it on. How about this one? You start making more money thinking, okay, this will solve my little spending problem. And now you'll no longer have that issue. There is no way I can spend all of my money now. Yet somehow you still do. Well, if you've experienced some challenges like these, know that you are not alone. In this episode, we are going to talk all about the common occurrence of spending all the money that we make or more than and some tips to help you to stop spending money in destructive ways. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Dollar Basics Podcast, where you will hear real money talk so that you can use your money on your terms. It's not a myth, folks. Money doesn't have to suck. Let's use it to own your life. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to Dollar Basics. This is the podcast all about real talk about money so that you can use your money on your terms. I'm Christina Brown. I'm your host, and I'm definitely excited to get into the topic at hand all about spending money and sharing some tips on how to stop spending our money on in some destructive ways. So Today is the first official episode of the Dollar Basics podcast. This is a huge deal. I'm super duper excited because I started this podcast a couple of months ago, I think it was, but I really couldn't get the ball rolling with getting consistent episodes out there. So here is episode one. Finally, if you are listening to this podcast, thank you so much for being here. If you are watching along on YouTube, I do want to add some disclaimers. So yes, if you're just listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, yes, you can see the video of this podcast episode over on YouTube and all future podcast episodes as well. But for folks, if you are watching this podcast episode already on YouTube, uh, yeah, this setup is kind of weird. So uh, I will probably be changing this a few times before I really figure out the recording setup that's going to work for this podcast moving forward. So please just bear with me and this weird kind of dysfunctional setup you're seeing and kind of the messy background. I'm in a process of really getting my office in a place that it functions for all of the different types of content that I create. So bear with me. Also, if you are watching this and you found this episode here on YouTube, uh, just be aware that the actual podcast episodes are released a week earlier over on the actual podcast platform. So if you want to hear the content a little bit earlier than seeing the video, you are more than welcome to find the podcast on any platform really that you like to listen to podcasts. I'll leave a couple links in the description box here on YouTube so that you can hear the content earlier if you don't want to wait so long for that fresh content. So all of that being said, let's jump right in and start talking about 
spending money and why some of us just have such trouble stopping spending money and some tips on how to overcome it. All right, folks, so I think a good place to start chatting about this topic and about spending money is really talking about the concept of living paycheck to paycheck, and then we can kind of get into some tips and additional information from there. So as I mentioned in the intro, you're definitely not alone in spending your money, perhaps even before you receive your paycheck. In fact, according to an article published on PR newswire.com. 54% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, meaning that they don't have any money remaining after their paycheck to carry them into the next pay period. Now, if that's you, if you are finding yourself in a situation where you don't have any money left over once you get your paycheck and you're kind of waiting a few days before your next paycheck comes in, That statistic shows you that you're not alone. However, just because you're in the majority of being part of the group of Americans who are living paycheck to paycheck, and if you're not living in the United States, I haven't checked into the world statistics of who lives paycheck to paycheck, but I'm sure that there are some similar statistics out there, and that's probably something I'll look into at a later time. But just because you are a part of that majority, if you are in the United States of living paycheck to paycheck, does not mean that it's okay. Now, in terms of living paycheck to paycheck, in some cases, this is due to rising costs of living. And especially because of the current times that we're going through, you know what we're talking about. Uh, We're going through this global pandemic at this time, and that's definitely affected a lot of the costs associated to living and purchasing goods. However, a large proportion of the individuals who are living paycheck to paycheck were living paycheck to paycheck prior to the start of the pandemic. And in a lot of cases, it's simply due to poor money management. When we get paid, when we receive a paycheck, there are some specific activities that we should perform with that money that we receive in order to really specifically align to the goals that we have for ourselves and for our money. So some of these activities are things like saving for retirement. So the concept of paying ourselves first and making sure that we're putting money aside for our future selves. We also want to make sure that we're saving money. So rather than just spending all of the money that we're receiving, we want to make sure that we're saving a portion of that money too. In addition to that, we want to make sure that we do have a buffer. So an amount of money that's available in our bank account at all times so that it does carry us over from paycheck to paycheck so that we can break that paycheck to paycheck living cycle. In addition to that, we want to make sure that we are putting money into an emergency fund so that when these crazy emergency situations do crop up, and believe me, they are going to crop up because life is life and it's unpredictable. But when these emergencies do crop up, we have the funds available to be able to pay for these emergencies and not continue to cause or perpetuate that cycle of living paycheck to paycheck because now we have to figure out how to cover this emergency as well as pay all of our bills. So when we get our paycheck, in order to stop 
living paycheck to paycheck. We really want to focus on these activities so that we can break free of the paycheck to paycheck cycle. And this is really one of the first steps that we need to take in order to start living a more financially free and financially independent life. Each of these topics and each of these areas that I've discussed, like building an emergency fund and breaking the living paycheck to paycheck cycle and saving money or building an account buffer are topics that I will talk about here on Dollar Basics, whether it's in subsequent podcast episodes or in financial tips videos on YouTube. So if you're just listening to the podcast on your podcast platform, make sure that you do also head over to the YouTube channel and subscribe because I will be sharing a ton of financial tips over there as well. All right, so let's head into another area that really does show that we might be spending money in some unhealthy or destructive ways. So everyone, Raise your hand if you've ever had your bank accounts go into the negative. Come on, be honest. If you are watching the YouTube video, then you'll see that I have both hands in the air because I've definitely had this happen to me several times and at several different points in my life. And I think that it's a really, really important topic to discuss on this episode of the podcast because we're talking about spending money and identifying a bit of a spending problem. So I've definitely had so many moments where I have felt the impact of a negative bank account and I've gone to make a purchase without checking my bank account only to have it decline from my debit card and go in to check my account and see that I am in the red. And I'll definitely share more about my experience with that in a few moments in another section of this episode and what that's been like and kind of what I've learned as a result so that I can kind of share some tips about that. But first, let's talk about why we sometimes find our bank accounts in the negative rather than staying in the positive. So putting it simply, when our bank account goes into the negative, it's because we are spending more money than we have available. And usually this means we're spending more money than we earn. Now, I'm not talking about the one-off times in which we mistakenly let our bank account dip into the negative because we spent from the wrong account or we forgot to transfer some money over into the account to support a purchase or um, if something completely just unexpected comes up and results in a momentary dip into the negative. What I'm talking about is the chronic recurring bank account negative. The bank account negative that is negative until you get paid again, meaning that your paycheck is going to be less than what it should be because as soon as that bank that paycheck hits your bank account, you have to first cover the negative amount and then you have the remaining funds available from that paycheck. I'm talking about the bank account negative that occurs on a regular basis. When our bank accounts go into the negative on a regular basis, unfortunately, this means that there is a spending problem and poor money management, which does not allow for our spending to match up to our income. I know that that's putting it very bluntly. I know that that's very direct, but that's the honest truth. I used to be somebody who would tell myself 
all the time, anytime I experienced a negative bank account that, well, it's just because I'm not making more money or I just need to make more money. But as I did start making more money, I still found myself in a negative bank account situation. And that's when I clearly realized that it absolutely was not anything to do with the amount of income I was bringing in. Rather, it was the way that I was managing my money. And this could be, poor money management could also be living outside of our means, which means that we could have living expenses or living costs that just don't support the income that we're receiving. We could be spending way too much money on eating out, way too much money on groceries, and we might need to find a way to curtail some of that spending so that it fits more comfortably within our budgets and within our income levels. We could be spending too much money on fun activities or just swiping that debit card without really looking at the bank account balance in there. And we could not be setting aside money for savings or for having a bank account buffer that would keep us from dipping into the negative between our paychecks. Another issue that I want to talk about in this section is debt. That's another issue. Debt, particularly consumer debt, so think credit cards and credit lines at places like Finger Hut or HSN and stuff like that, debt's another way to overspend without feeling like we're overspending. Because this creates the illusion that we have more money than we actually do. So we'll charge things to credit in addition to spending our paychecks, and that just fuels the overspending cycle. Here's the thing if we have a credit card, It doesn't mean that we have all of the money in our bank account plus the money that's available on that credit card. It just means that we have the money available in our bank account. Unfortunately, though, especially here in the United States, we fall into the trap thinking that credit is additional money or additional income. And we'll continue to rack up debt and get into a cycle of trying to pay the minimum payments on that debt, which only adds to or only subtracts from the amount of income that we actually have available because we're paying off on debt and having less money to use to actually live our lives and put towards savings. So here's a bonus tip, okay, that I'm going to share with you before actually getting into the tips uh, section about how to stop spending our money. A great way to stop spending money that then a great way Sorry about that. (laughs) A wonderful way for us to stop spending more than you earn is to stop planning your purchases by your paychecks. So I know that this sounds a little bit counterintuitive. You're probably thinking, well, shouldn't I be planning out my paychecks in a way that I'm kind of understanding what I want to pay for with that paycheck? Well, yes and no. Okay. So How often is it that we want to do something like a trip or make a purchase and we go and take a look to see how we can pay for it and when we can pay for it because we don't have the cash readily available? If this is how we have to fit in larger expenses, then this clearly indicates that there is a spending problem or at the very least some challenges with cash flow. Rather than looking at purchases from the standpoint of how to fit it in, 
set your finances up in a way that you have the cash available for what you want to spend on. So this means making sure that you're saving money into a savings account. It could mean that you're also implementing sinking funds into your financial system and also setting up a bank account buffer and an emergency fund. And don't spend money that you don't already have. This is the primary premise of the challenge of kind of planning where we're going to fit these larger expenses or some of these wants into our paychecks because we're technically spending our money before we even get it. Before that money even comes into our bank account, we have spent that money towards something that we want as opposed to getting that money, receiving that money, appreciating or respecting that money, and then allocating that money into the areas that we need to put it so that our money is working for us into areas like investments and savings and building our emergency funds and going towards specific sinking funds to support our goals in the future. Part of the problem with living paycheck to paycheck and that paycheck to paycheck cycle is the fact that we do often spend our paycheck well before we even receive it. And this just has to stop. You've got to learn to say no to some items. And this was definitely something that I had to work really, really hard to learn how to do is to say no. And I feel like it's really hard, especially if we're naturally spenders. I know I'm naturally a spender. I like to have experiences. I like to treat people to things. If, you know, I want to do something, I want to be able to go do it. I don't want to have to say no. But this is definitely a skill that I've worked on over the years is to say no and to not feel ashamed for saying no. You know, from for saying no from a standpoint of that just does not fit into my financial plan. That just does not fit into the purpose that my money serves for me and that it's okay to say no. Because I know that saying no in this moment means I can say yes to financial goals and opportunity in the future. And we really want to make sure that we're making that plan for our money so that we do spend our money in a way that's right for us. Spend it in a way that's right for you. There's nothing wrong with spending money. I want to make that clear. That's not what this episode is about. It's not telling you not to spend your money. It's not telling you not to spend your money on the things that are important to you. Nobody has the right to tell you whether or not you should spend your money and what you should spend your money on. However, If we want to develop a healthier relationship with money, it's really important to figure out what those important things are to us so that we can spend our money on those areas and also make sure that we're setting ourselves up for success in the future. All right, so now I'm going to talk a little bit about my personal experience with spending more money than I earn and just how I've been able to kind of curtail my spending problem over the years with better money management and really just learning how to use my money on my own terms. So as I mentioned before, I'm definitely a spender at heart. I like to spend money on experiences. I like to treat people to things. I'm the type of person who just wants to be able to swipe my debit card and really not have to worry about it, you know, and just charge it and be like, okay, We're cool. That's $200. No problem. I'm just going to go ahead and swipe my debit card. That's the way I used to operate. And over the years, I 
definitely found that being a little bit too liberal with my debit card has gotten me into some real problem situations. And as I increased my level of income, because again, I very, very naively thought that the reason I kept on going into a negative bank account was simply because I wasn't making enough money. I was very wrong about that. But as I did work my way up and I got myself to the point of making six figures in the corporate world and I thought that this should solve my problem, I really, really realized that that wasn't the case because now that I was making more money, the purchases just got larger. And it was that lifestyle creep that I'm definitely going to talk about in future episodes occurring. I was a lot more, I became even more liberal with my spending and with just swiping my debit card. And not only did I become more liberal, not only did the expenses and random purchases become larger, but my level of money stress and anxiety also increased. Because I knew that there would be times that I would go to swipe my debit card and it would be declined. Because I got myself to a point that I was avoiding checking my bank account like the plague because subconsciously I knew that I was not spending my money in a very healthy way and that made me so terrified to see how much of my paycheck was actually gone and how little I would have to live off of until I got my next paycheck. So there you have it. Even with making more money, increasing the amount of money that I was making, and honestly, having a rent that was a fraction of the income I was receiving, and you know my, my actual living expenses actually being pretty, pretty moderate, I found that I was just spending too much money on wants. It was all the wants and the subscriptions that I added in, subscriptions that I wasn't even using. But it became so easy for me to just add those subscriptions in or add in any additional purchases because, well, I'm making more money now. My budget can support it. And when I was getting myself to a point of realizing that I was really coming to a head in terms of the amount of money that I was spending, the problem was that between every single paycheck, my bank account would go into the negative. And depending on the number of days that it was negative, sometimes it would be for a whole week at a time, I would also incur insufficient funds fees from my bank. So not only did I have to pay for the negative amount that I charged to the bank accounts, but also sometimes three, maybe even four insufficient funds fees, which would rack up to a couple hundred dollars on top of the already negative balance. So I realized that I needed to make a change with the way that I was managing my money. And a great way for me to actually make that change and curtail my spending was to actually start making less money. I went down to make about a third of the income that I was making. So rather than making six figures, I dropped down to making about forty dollars to $50,000 instead. And the results that I saw with my money 
was life changing and it has really changed my life. My respect and appreciation that I have for my money and the way that I manage my money and really what I want to help teach other people to be able to do with their money too. Even though I was making a fraction of the income that I was originally making, I finally started to experience the feeling of living financially free or being financially independent. I no longer had to stop and think and figure out where I was going to fit in something like a vacation or how to pay for it or how to pay for something that I needed with my car or something that I wanted to do fun for my son or anything like that. I didn't have to stop and figure out how to pay for that. I no longer had to figure out how to cover all of my Christmas purchases because I figured out a system that would work for me to set that money aside, to create a bank account cushion, and to start putting money towards a sizable emergency fund. And I really would not have been able to do that if I hadn't looked myself into the mirror and said, hey, girl, you have a spending problem. It's not the money you need, you're making. Because at first, when I realized that there was still an issue and I was still going into the negative in my bank account, I was like, okay, well, how do I add additional streams of of income on top of my already super time-consuming and stressful corporate job? How do I add more streams of income so that this amount of money that I'm making can be more and more and more? But if I had gone that path, I would have still just spent more and more and more money. So really, my changing point was looking myself in the mirror and saying, hey, you have a spending problem. But instead of focusing on making more money, I did the opposite and I made less money so that I can develop a better relationship with my finances. So all of that being said, let me go ahead and share with you six tips that I have on how you can also curtail your spending and spend your money, manage your money in a way that works for you. All right, so here are six tips on how to stop spending money and at least to spend it in a much healthier way. Tip number one is to understand your current spending. The first thing that I really had to do was sit down and go into my bank account and figure out what I was spending my money on in the first place. And the biggest area that I found that I was really just swiping my card and spending too much money would be places like food, any restaurants. I'm a foodie. I love food. I love to try new types of food. I love to go out to eat. So I would spend a ton of money I would find during a month on food, on restaurants and dining out. I was also spending way too much money on groceries as well. I also love to cook. I like to make different types of food. But what I was finding was I was spending way too much money on groceries and a lot of the stuff that I would buy would go to waste because I wasn't really effectively purchasing groceries. I was just buying whatever I wanted to. Even though I was making a grocery list, the things on the grocery list didn't always need to be bought. So I would have food go to waste and my grocery bills were way too much money, especially just for uh, the small family that I have. So that's tip number one is to really dive in, dig in deep and go into your bank account 
and see what areas you are spending the most money on. See how much money is going towards your actual living expenses, like your rent or your mortgage and your uh, utilities, things like that. See what's going towards wants. See if you're putting any money towards savings. See how much money is remaining in your bank account before you get your next paycheck or whether or not it's negative and if it's negative for how long. Really get to know through and through your current spending. Tip number two is to understand what you need from your money. So once we've kind of dug in and we understand our current spending, the next thing that we want to do is understand, well, what do we want to change that to? If we were starting brand new, fresh and clear, and you were going to start receiving, you know, $1,000 a month, where would you want that $1,000 to go? Like, how would you want that to be divvied up? What percentage would you want to be going towards your living expenses? What percentage would you want to go towards savings? What are the wants that you have in life? Is it travel? Is it being able to buy yourself books? Is it being able to get yourself tattoos? Is that your thing? Is it being able to fix up old cars? Is it being able to get yourself a new purse or a new watch every now and then? What are the things that you want your money to do for you? And really list out those top three to five things that you want from your money, because this will start to get you in a mindset to start to set goals and then be able to figure out a strategy on how you can use your money to support those goals, meaning that you can spend your money on the areas that truly support what fills you up and makes you happy rather than just doing a lot of reactive or destructive spending and not feeling good as a result of it. Now, tip number three is to go ahead and set those money goals. So we want to start with our savings goals, right? Before we set our money goals that says, okay, well, I want to be able to travel or go on vacation or buy myself a new handbag or a new watch or whatever it is, first you need to set a savings goal. So going back to tip number one, you should have figured out whether or not you were currently saving any money or putting any money towards retirement. If you're not, start to do so immediately. And you can carve out a percentage or, you know, stay tuned for a video that's going to be coming out here on YouTube, the Dollar Basics YouTube channel, all about the pay yourself first strategy and how to implement that, because that might help you to uh, be able to make sure you're carving out money to go towards savings first things first. You want to save for retirement. You want to just have some general savings. You want to have an emergency fund. And you want to have a bank account cushion or a buffer in your checking account to keep you from going negative. Once you set those savings goals and figure out some ways to achieve those savings goals, then you want to go ahead and set your personal money goals. And these are the things that we talked about before. What fills your cup? What do you want to have the money to spend on? Concerts, sporting events, travel. What are those things? And set three personal goals of what you want to be able to have the money for. Because then you would be able to set up some sinking funds according to those goals to be able to fund those items and curtail your spending on wants. 
In addition to that, figure out the times of year that you spend the most money, you know, because then you can set some goals associated with helping you to spend less money or to spend money in a more effective way at those times of year. So it could be a time of year that maybe you have uh, children and you have their birthdays. It could be if you celebrate Christmas and you spend a lot of money on Christmas. You might want to set up a goal and a sinking fund to overcome that or any other holidays that you celebrate. Tip number four is to then create a budget. So once you've understood your current spending, once you've figured out what you want your money to do for you, once you've set some goals for both savings as well as some wants with your money, now you're ready to go ahead and set up a budget so that you can effectively allocate your money per each paycheck towards each of these areas and begin to spend your money effectively. Tip number five is to uncover why you are spending money the way you are. So the reason that tip number five is to uncover your why is after you've created the budget is because once you start budgeting your money, it's really unrealistic to expect immediate success. And I like to keep it real. We're not perfect. We're human beings. We're going to go back into old habits. We're going to get frustrated with the budget and we're going to have to tweak some things along the way. To help with tweaking those things along the way to make that budget work for you, that means you need to uncover why it is you spend the money, your money the way you do and why it is you might have some old habits coming up or some problem areas so that then you can be able to make necessary changes to your budget so that you can continue to curtail that spending and manage your money in a way that supports healthy spending as opposed to destructive spending. And finally, tip number six is to take some time before you actually make purchases. So I'm going to be doing an entire video about this, and I'll probably talk about it in a couple of podcast episodes as well. So again, make sure that you're subscribed on the YouTube channel and make sure that you are following along and subscribed in your favorite place to listen to podcasts, because this is a topic in and of itself especially when we're talking about larger purchases, definitely make sure to take some time between purchases. If you're naturally a spender, if you're like me and you like to just be able to swipe your debit card or even a credit card and not have to worry about it because you want what you want, this is something that has been incredibly helpful for me is to sit on a spending decision and make sure that it's something that I really and truly want. So before you just go ahead and swipe your debit card or your credit card or submit for the purchase online, take some time, take a few days in between deciding or thinking that you want something and actually making the purchase. So those are six tips that I wanted to share in this podcast on how you can start to curtail some destructive spending habits so that you can manage your money in a much healthier way and spend your money in a healthier way as well. Again, there's no shame in spending your money at all. That's what money is there for. It's a currency to help support our happiness, but we want to make sure that we are setting ourselves up for success. 
and using our money on our terms in a way that's right for us. Thank you so much for watching. A topic that I touched on a little bit in this podcast was uh, dealing with some money stress and anxiety. So stay tuned for the next podcast episode where I'll be talking all about money, anxiety, and stress and how to first cope with it and then ultimately overcome it so that we can manage our money in a better way. Thank you so much for watching here on YouTube if you've followed along here on YouTube. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I'll see you in the next one. You just listened to an episode of the Dollar Basics podcast. Can't get enough? Make sure that you follow along with this podcast. Episodes are posted weekly. Make sure that you go and subscribe over on YouTube so that you don't miss out on the videos of these podcasts being recorded and get in touch over on Instagram so that you can submit your questions and get them answered. Folks, things are getting real. It's time to start using your money on your terms. We'll see you in the next episode.